Yo, 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 people. Welcome back to the E-Man Effect podcast with myself, E-Man Asuko, a.k.a. Uncle E-Man. And the lovely... Mary Masuko. Why did I say that? A.k.a. Mimi. I know you're not Asuko. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. You're passionate. Okay, cool. You're not serious. And listen, we brought special guests, you know. I said, listen, my first guest. Who am I going to call for my first guest on my pod? None other than my sis. The one and only Bola Soul. <laughs> what an intro. Big up yourself, my Thank G. Thank you, bro. Oh. Hi, everyone. Honestly, I'm so honoured to be here. No, welcome, welcome. No, we, no, I, you know, you're my favourite. I love you. <laughs> like, um, so I had to bring you on the pod. had to say, listen, I'm going to have a guest. No one can come before Bola. Like, it had to, it had to be you. So tell them about yourself. Let, introduce yourself to the people. Okay. I'm a finance coach. So I do workshops for companies on a bigger scale. I've done some workshops for like Amazon, Google, YouTube. I've been featured on Guap. I've been featured on Black Ballad. I've been featured on BET, UK Black Business Show, Financial Times, Evening Standard, Puma. I could keep going Snapchat. She's a big deal. She's a big deal. (laughs) And I'm an author as well of the book, How to Save It by Murky Books. Come on. Come on. So you see why she had to be my first. Plus, she's my sister. Like, we go... Way back, way back, way back, way back from before anyone even really knew who we were. Before Instagram out. blew up. Before it blew. Before, <laughs> before Instagram, Instagram blew. blew up. Like, what a been, time. Come on, we've been doing this thing. So I was like, I have to bring you on. Sis, I'm so proud of you. Oh, like, thank you, bro. I, I'm so happy you're getting your flowers. Like, you've been putting the work in. When I started on this um, social media thing, like, I only remember, like, you and um, Money Medics mm. and then Receipts Podcasts or... Oh, okay. Yeah, there was another, there's something, something like that. I just, there wasn't many yeah. out there when it comes to like finance and money online, yeah. especially from a black point of view. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, like you said, social media blew up and then there was just all these people out here and I was thinking, wow, where's Bola? Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes it's like, you know, your time will come in it. You just got to trust the process. And As your the, time the cream always rises to the top. She said it, she said it, she said it. So how does it feel being Bola Soul right now? great yeah it feels great it feels testing at times it can feel like a lot of growing pains Mm -hmm. but I always remember all my blessings come from God so like I'm always like remain humble and remember that like everything I'm doing its purpose is so much bigger than me yeah because it's so easy to just you know flip up your collar and think yeah it's all me it's all me and God will just smite you (laughs) under And how do you find balance, like, in regards to, like, obviously you're out here, you're giving to the world, you're you're making content, obviously you've got corporate brands and so forth that, that reach out to you, but obviously you still, yourself, you still got family, you still got things you enjoy doing. How do you find the balance between your hustle? Because I guess a lot of people that watch the pod, I'm always talking about multiple streams of income mm, and doing okay. more, but they, a lot of people will say, well, for me to create these multiple streams of income, it means I have to give up on other things that I enjoy. How do you find the balance? It comes with a lot of sacrifice. I don't have the best social life, mm. so I'm not out all the time. It, for me to be out, it usually has to be someone's birthday and I have to be really close with them. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm with my family or my partner and I always make it a point that anyone I love has to come before work. And some people have confused me being busy with me having availability to them. So mm. some people assume I'm busy and they don't contact me. Mm. And as a result, our friendship hasn't grown. But I say, you can't assume, I will make time for you on a Saturday. Mm. It might mean mm. that I have to do some content. 
in the morning or I have to do something, but I'm happy to do that for yeah. you. And when it comes to work, <laughs> what do people say in this life? No balance, <laughs> no balance, there's none. <laughs> Sometimes there's balance and sometimes there's not. At times there's so much to do and I just accept it. Recently I've been getting up at five. I've been doing some writing and then I might go back to sleep for an hour from 7.30 to like 8.30 and then get up and start my day properly. And then sometimes I'm chilling till nine or something like that. So, yeah. And I think as well, more than anything... In this game, whatever you're doing, whatever your game is, your industry, you have to have grit. You mm. ha- and you've got to know when's the time to sleep in and when there's when there's a time to rise early. Yeah. So. Man, that's big. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you find balance? Like, obviously, mum, wife. Come on. Business. Come on. You're doing 150 Bus- things. Businesswoman. Like, have you found, like, what Bola said in regards to friendships and stuff like that, how has, how has that been for you? Gosh, I think I'm a bit different because if you speak to Ima, and Ima will be like, Miriam's so quiet. She doesn't speak to anyone. She, and a lot of it comes from past experiences. So my true friends, who knows me, know that I always have love for them. Mm. And no matter what, I'm always at the end of the phone. With balancing stuff at home, I'm just very strict. With timings, everything mm. has to work to a specific she time. She's so strict. We say militant. I love it. She's a militant. <laughs> it's, what I, I, it's what I hate to be one day when I'm a so, mum. The kids know there's there's a time for everything. Yeah. And it has to flow according to that because if not, it messes up the order of the day. Yep. It messes up how things work. So even now I was telling Eman that at night I'm going to have to take like an hour back because I need to start studying just to keep my knowledge up because I'm going into an industry so you always have to keep your knowledge going and I have to try and carve an extra hour for that because if not, I feel like the knowledge will just leave my head and then I feel like I'm starting from scratch. So for me, yeah, like Ema says, I'm militant. The kid, everyone knows I'm just... It's good. Yeah. I see myself being similar. When I have kids, it's going to be the same. And I think, although I can say my loved ones come first, I know the moment I get married and have kids, it's my husband and my kids yeah. and everybody else is going to have to take a couple steps And I know like back. people feel like you've abandoned them but it's not that it's just your priorities are a bit different because if you don't invest in your kids and your husband and that starts to burn the same people that are like oh you're not spending time with us are going to be like what were you doing why is your home falling apart just to say that you're out with the girls or you're brunching and all of that stuff but if you're single knock yourself out true do what you need to do I think it's that's a big thing in, in regards to comparison that I think like me and you we're really busy mm. um, and we don't always have time to speak and, and where to tell but I will, if I see something on your content, I'll message you yeah. and, then we'll pl- and that'll be enough. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people can't, it's Don't not enough for that. them. Yeah. Like, for me, if I if I see you say something and I, and I comment and then you reply, boom, I feel like, okay, I spoke to Body that week. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. enough. I've checked in like, yeah. we're good. If there was an issue, you would say something. Do you exactly, know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. But, people don't, I guess people don't get it because how do you like do a friendship? Because again, especially when, as a woman, now that like, you're making moves, you're doing well, you're making money, you're, powerful you're respected do you feel like there's a a different expectation on you like do you feel like if you was a guy there'd be certain things that you wouldn't have to go through that you go through because you're a woman maybe but I don't notice them as much and I don't always let them be a factor so for example in friendships I remember ages ago I can't remember we went it was like me and like maybe five other friends and we went somewhere and I can't remember what I said but I said, listen, I don't have time for this. And they were like, we know you're... And then they all said at the same time, booked and busy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like... But 
I was just like, oh my gosh. And sometimes I actually dislike being known for yeah. that, especially to my friends, because I'm not, I don't want to be a businesswoman in front of my friends. Yeah. I want to be myself. I want to be yeah. goofy and yeah. have fun. But my friends understand who I am. They understand that I'll come to the big occasions in their life, but I'm not brunching every Saturday. Yeah. I'm not going to the club every Saturday. So the people that need to know, know. Yeah. But do you feel like someone that's listening now who maybe looks at you and says, I want to live that lifestyle. I want to be able to be independent and so forth. Mm. Would you say that that's the, the kind of sacrifices that need to be made to gain success? Oh, 100%. There's no two ways about it. You look at someone like Beyonce and she'll say on stage, I miss my prom to mm. perform worldwide. I think this Destiny Child were in Japan when she was supposed to be at prom. You look at someone like Patricia Bright and... She may miss the social aspect of being in a nine to five because she's at home recording and now she can comfortably call herself a millionaire. Yeah. And those are the sacrifices. And I always say, if you're not willing to do it, then it's just not for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what people need to make their peace with. Mm. Mm. And do you feel like, I don't know, sometimes I guess as a content creator, you think to yourself, Everybody can't be a CEO. Everyone can't have that boss mentality. There's always that point where there needs to be people who are working. There are people that are happy being employed. Do you feel like with everything that's happening now, cost of living going up, mm-hmm. everything like like one income struggling to be enough, especially if you want to buy and you want to have these aspirations, mm-hmm. do you feel like more people have to start saying, oh, even though I might not feel like I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be a boss, I have to look at doing other things other than just relying on my job? Or do you feel like actually... If people are happy living paycheck to paycheck, that, that's that's fine. I think if people are in a nine to five where they can flourish, they can be themselves and they have good earning potential, stick mm. at it. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. For some people, if it's enough for you, I get it. If you're making what, 70K, 80K, 90K on a good job, that's more than enough to yeah. live, even yeah. in London. Yeah. So I just say make the most of that, keep climbing and doing your thing. This entrepreneurial journey is, is not for everyone. Nine to five is not for everyone. Sometimes a hybrid works for some people and it doesn't work for others. In this life, it's about making an impact where you can and being comfortable in the impact you're making as opposed to just jumping on what everyone else is doing. I talk about it sometimes on my Instagram. Like I enjoy going to nine to five still at this moment in my life because I enjoy learning and I enjoy the structure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does mean I'm incredibly busy, but I can't knock it. Do you feel though there's enough... 70, 80k, 90k jobs available to people? Or do you think that that reality is only now coming from partnership? It's available. It depends on what you do. Mm. Now, here's the thing. There's some people, let's say there's job X and in that industry, you can only make up to 40k, but you want to live a 70k lifestyle. Unless you are willing to switch or get another source of income, it's not happening. So everyone just needs to get into the reality of where they are and say, am I comfortable here? Do I need to move? Mm. So that's it. But if I think it depends on what you do. I see people in financial services or tech or law, medicine. Those are some off the top of my head where you can command 70K plus. But I get that it's not widely available. If it isn't, get to hustling. Yeah, (laughs) build a hustle. Build a hustle. So what got you started? Like, what got you to where you're at now? Um, and then what keeps you going? Oh, what got me started was I studied maths and finance at uni. And I kind of thought about being a financial advisor, but I thought about the people in my community. And I said, what's the likelihood that I'm going to see a woman? What's the likelihood that I'm going to see a black person? 
And I had to say to myself, before we even get to that level, we need to start with a foundation of understanding how to budget, understanding how to save, build an emergency fund, how to build your credit, how to deal with debt. And I said, then we can focus on the investing. And that was my motivation to to see my community come up. And those communities, it always varies because the community could be being black, the community could be being a woman. But that was important to me that we're having that conversation first. And I think what keeps me going is I just want better for everyone. I've never been one of those people who would be comfortable being rich on their own. Mm. And then you're taking your kids to school. Your kid is the only mm. black person because maybe you live in an affluent area. That's yeah. that's not my vibe. So um, what keeps me going is the notion of where we can be as a community. No, that's big. That's big. And like, what does wealth mean to you? Like, when when because we, we could talk about wealth and you know generational wealth. And what do you think wealth means to you? Wealth means to me knowing my kids are okay and knowing that my 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 mum is okay. Mm. I'd say parents, but my dad's passed. But knowing, yeah, knowing that they're both okay financially and they're comfortable, that's wealth to me. Yeah, it would be nice if in two generations there's still money, mm. but. I don't really aspire to that. I aspire to the notion that I have my kids. If they want to go to a school and that school costs money, we have it. If they want to get married and they need help with wedding funds, we have it. If they want to buy their first house, we have it. After that, that's your business. Mm. Not your pension, get out of here. <laughs> like I'm about to live my life. Yeah. But once I've got that, I've got enough for myself, cool. As long as my mum can enjoy the last couple decades of her life peacefully, I'm also happy. That is wealth to me. Yeah. It's not having a, a big building in central London. That's that's wealth to me. Why are you moving? Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I mean, we spoke about this last week. I guess you gave the answer of what wealth. I guess in that respect, it's the same. I, I come from a different mindset and I just want to be comfortable. Mm. I just want to... Like we, me and Iman always talk about when we get to like our 60s and 70s, just waking up and we don't have to do nothing. There's no work. There's no deadlines. There's no, you know, the kids are, because the kids are going to be, well, by our 50s, they're going to be 18, 19, 20. Mm. We're like, yeah, see, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, mommy yeah, and daddy's yeah, time yeah. now. Straight. And we know that we can enjoy that without stressing about money or what bill needs to be paid like that will be I'll be like yeah I'm calm I'm cool because I see my mom and my mom's the greatest woman I know and she's still working till now and mm. and I work so that she doesn't have to be in that position mm. and I work so I don't have to be in that position mm-hmm. when I'm her age mm-hmm. and for me if I get there I'll be like yeah I'm good and as long as the kids are good then yeah I'm good what about you bro you know what I, for me I think wealth is just just having the time to do what I want. Yeah. Like, for me, that's wealth. Like, I've got a level of income, a level of assets and, and money that I'm secure. Mm. I no longer have to play on someone else's playing field. I was saying it to Mims the other day, like, I've got to the point now, like, child Q, for example, when that yeah. happens, yeah, before, if I'm being honest and totally open, so I might not, I might not have spoke about it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the way I was in with BBC and all of this... I'll I'll be thinking, right, they might not like this, they might not like that. Mm. But I'm glad that I'm now getting to a financial stability where if you don't book me, I'm still good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought for a lot of us, like, when it comes to it, like, we're making money, but some we're still reliant on somebody else. So I I will post stuff and people will DM me that, E-man, I love what you said, but 
I can't say it because my work have this yeah. point. My work check our social media and yeah. and it's like, are we really free? Like, do True. You know what I, mean? I feel that way often. Even today, if I can speak quickly on the Will Smith situation, yeah. Yeah. people maybe say wrong place, but right intention. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's it's one of those things where people say, I can't believe he'd do that. Look how far we've come as a black people. And I say, who are you performing to? This is it. This is what you have to ask people. Because me, I'm not chucking and jiving for nobody. So it's it's almost like this gaze, this white gaze. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Mm. And I don't want to live that way. And I don't want my children to live that way. Yeah. That is, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I don't think anybody should be acting a certain way. Yeah. But my point is, everything shouldn't be about what it looks like in front of other people. Do you know what I mean? Because this, we're not anybody's kids. Yeah. In saying that, like, obviously, Eman's big on social media. Obviously, I've got a cake page and I just post cakes. And for the longest time, we had talks about, oh, do you show your face? Because it's a business page. Da, da, da. And now, obviously, we've I've got a different page and I struggle to post on it because I just don't necessarily feel that fully comfortable putting my face out there. Mm. So what do you say to people who might necessarily want to do it but feel like, oh, is there space for them or an avenue for them or how do they get comfortable in that space? I think you start off small, but also you have to ask yourself, do you really need to show your face in your mm. business? Some people, they don't. I remember there was a lady who yeah. used to do fashion, but she'd always kind of crop her face out. Mm. And then she got really big. And one day somebody said, I think they found a picture of her yeah. and exposed her whole face. And I thought she clearly didn't want to be on there. Yeah. But I think if you do, then just start off small. You start by taking a picture and then one day you'd be like, oh, I'm not used to talking on stories. But hopefully your audience helps you and mm. helps you get through it. But I, I get that it's a process. Yeah. yeah, it's a process. But I think at the same time, like, it's content. Like, I don't know. I feel like I see it different. Like, for me, yeah, whatever I put out, I put out, like, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, those that, that are into it are going to be into it. Plus, you have to also remember, the algorithm is, is crazy anyway. Mm. Like, you, you might look, oh, yeah, you've got, I don't know, 20,000 followers or whatever, but only about 2K of them are going to see your team. Facts. So, who are you hiding from? Yeah. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the algorithm is crazy. So, yeah. at the end of the day, most people are not going to see your team. If it doesn't slap, you will see, no one will see it. Yeah. You see that like, 10 likes, like yeah. 20 likes. Like, it's only if it bangs. If it don't bang, just bring, you just take it off and know, okay, let me change my approach. But you're only going to get better through practice. Yeah. Mm. What did my, my friend said something. She's not, she's not on social media. And she said, whatever you put on social media stays on there forever. But what I, I see as is <clears throat> in this fight of life, are you willing to get in the ring? Come on. Yeah. And with the way social media is going, you don't have to. Mm. But my thing is, I am not afraid of saying something mm. wrong. I'll say something wrong. If I think it's wrong, I'll apologise. Yes. But I'm not afraid of anything in a sense where, oh, I'm not going to do this because everyone's going to see my face and things like that. What does that mean? You go out into the world every day. Yeah. yeah. And people understand your heart. So I take the mick out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I can be quite rude on this social media. <laughs> on this social media. And um, I've seen other people try and do the same thing and not get the same grace, if you know what I mean. And I think sometimes people know your intentions. They know, mm. like, if you do something consistently, like, look at, um, I don't know, like a Gordon Ramsay. Mm. He's rude. 
but he's still respected because actually he's just being himself. He's not playing a character. You can't you can't do that all the time. Like, yeah, you like, can tell that. You can tell a man is just being himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's passionate about his thing. He's passionate about the way he does it, and he cares. Like, and he will go to the extra effort, like to make sure things turn out, and he tries his best to help. Mm. And, and people see that. So yes, your delivery might not be like the most you know PC, but people people respect it. And I was saying it the other day, like now. Like I've done this enough now that when people approach me, they don't they don't tell me how to speak. Mm. They just tell me what they want me to talk about. Mm. And they understand that I'm going to speak in the way that I am. Yeah. And it's so powerful for me that like, like the other day I was on Sky News and I was literally just cracking jokes. Like, yeah. like I was literally just rela- just cracking jokes and talk. And I know the other person I was with, she was so professional and, did, and I'm like, that's that's her style. But everyone should Everyone should, should do their thing. To their style. Yeah. So when I finish now, like obviously I've got mad feedback from Sky. They loved it. Da, 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 da. I've gone to my pups. Oh, that's like, oh, uh, man, like you need to incorporate some more stats and da da da. Because the other lady, and I'm like, no, she's doing her thing. Straight and, up. And that's how she does it. And that's how she delivered it. And that's why they booked two of us. Yes. Because they understood that yes. we're going to come from here. Very true. And, and yeah. it's gonna, if I was doing exactly what she did, they would have to now pick between us. It's uh, true. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Very true. And so, you have to understand there's a lane for you. Then I've got messages from people like telling me, oh, I've never seen someone talk the way I talk on the road mm. on Sky News. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's not, it's, they've never and seen it. And talking about finance. And talking exactly. about finance and, some, and, and they're getting it. And people need to see that and people, it, people are multifaceted. Exactly. So, mm. And so for me, I always tell people, some of my, I've got one of my amazing followers and she's in Scotland. Yeah. Scottish lady. And she gets it. Yeah. Like, she gets the slang, she gets it all. Yeah. Like, even I feel bad. Sometimes she messes me, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to add subtitles on certain. Yeah. If I know that I'm talking really fast, I'm going to put subtitles to make it easier. Mm-hmm. But I understand that, okay, I'm reaching out to a wider audience now. My audience isn't just black, like, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, they're not, they don't want me to change. Yeah, mm. and, and we shouldn't have to. This life shouldn't be about, once again, who are we conforming to? Exactly. This is, this is what I always say. I think... If I feel really disrespected, then I get into my bag. <laughs> like that. I get into my bag and I'm like, I don't know who you lot think I am. Yeah. But that's more to do with attitude change and feeling. Mm, yeah. But I'm just like, look, I'm just myself and it just it just works. It just but works, I, I love yeah. that. But is there a thing though for successful women? Because I find that like obviously I'm, I'm really close with you. Yeah. I'm really close with Bianca. Yeah. As well. And when people meet me, there's always this impression that for both of you, they say the same thing like, oh, what is she like? And I'm like, don't you feel like, what's her content? What do you think she's like? Do you know what I mean? Why do you think there's this thing where people feel like you might be difficult or hard to approach or where does that come from? With women, there's a macro aggression, not mm. a micro, mm. that if you're successful, you're a bitch. Mm. Yeah. And women aren't given the same allowance because they're basically like, if you're surviving in this, in what's perceived as a man's, man's world, world. Yeah. You have to be hard. And if you're hard, you're not nice. Mm. And I always say, before being nice, I have to be fair. Yeah. Fair to myself as well. Yeah. But I can have fun. And I've seen some people say it to me. I see you fun, you're dancing, being silly with your friends. But with me, you're not. And I say, because we're not boys. (laughs) 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 I just say we're not boys. Like, that's just not how it works. I can be nice and say, oh my gosh, I like your hair. I like your shirt. And, you know, be honest about that. But, and say, oh my gosh, like, did you watch Top Boy? Yeah, but like, you want the real me? We just like, as in 100%, we just met. Yeah. So it just shows as well, relationships take time. But I'm just myself. That's it. But I, I do notice women get it. But everyone has to check their bias with that. Yeah. 
And obviously this podcast, me and Mims are married. I'm always talking money and relationships. And I've seen a big smile on your face recently. Oh my gosh, everybody's no. talking about this big smile. No. I'm in love. No. No. You know, your energy has been slightly different. Oh, yes, it has. <laughs> let, me, let, let, me, let me give props. It has. So talk to me about, like, obviously you've done your thing. So whether you're in a relationship or not, you're already successful, you're already doing well. What is this part, adding this part, what is it like? It feels nice for life not to be all about work. Mm. I've, do you know what? In, in, in all honesty, I think it was a year ago or a little less than a year ago. I did work with Channel 4 E4 and it was, how can I forget the name? I think it was like something like Money Talks and I did it on Cardi B and Marcus Rashford. But anyway, as we were filming, one of the things that I noticed is... I said to my manager, I don't have a house and I don't have a husband. Mm. So as nice as this is for you, this is not nice for me. Mm. And I will never pretend that I'm someone who's happy to have all the success and not have a family. Somebody asked me once, like, what's your dream job? And I said to be a successful business woman who's a housewife and a house mum, if I can run my business from home and do it. So... Yeah, I can't remember the question, but my my point is that's always been important to me. And even now to be in a relationship that I'm happy in, I feel grounded and I feel able to rock it up. They say, I think there's research that shows that men who are married tend to be more successful. You look at footballers, even NBA players, as soon as they say, you know, you qualify, go and get a wife. Mm. I think the same goes in all in all facets. You look at Patricia Bright, she's married, she's soared. You need that grounding, you need that foundation. Yeah. But what is like, what is it like trying to date being one of soul? Sometimes girls ask me this. I think, okay, if I'm going to go for any type of re- roadman, it's a reformed roadman. Mm. Let's, let's make that clear. You're not dating and you're still talking about the roads. That's yeah. like, that's not me. Yeah. I have to see, and my partner is not even a reformed roadman, but sometimes it's very important to me that you understand the codes of the street as they mm. like to say, however they say it. But I literally say I date on my level or I date up. And, that, mm. yeah. and that's a mindset. It's not, you have to have this, you have to have that. It's not a list of things. It's just your mentality. And, and that's what I have to see. And, and that's most important. So I think in the last five years, I've made very good conscious dating decisions. And funnily enough, it's not always based on the aesthetics that people seem to care about. Yo, my people, if you're liking the podcast, liking the juice and the sauce that we're providing, then make sure you share. Don't be selfish. Don't be keeping it to yourself. Keep it all the good stuff like a hoarder. And share it out. Let the people ever know and keep it out there. Where can they find us? You can find us on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Please follow us. Thank you. Blessings. I think that's really important as well because sometimes you miss the best thing that could potentially be standing in front of you because it did not look like the cookie cutter version that you have in your head. And I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and she was like, there's a guy that he's really nice, but he's not. And I was like, how do you know? Just because you see him in one setting doesn't mean he's the same in another setting. You need to give him a chance. (laughs) He knows what I'm talking about. Because you know the thing for me, yeah, and this is the thing that, that gets on my nerves is that she was she what she was saying was is that Ra, he's um he's very quiet. Yeah. He's really nice, really nice. 
but he's very quiet. And that, oh, because he's quiet, can he be a husband? I don't know where we get into our mind that you think that only like boisterous, outgoing, loud men can lead a home. Mm. Leadership doesn't require you to be like, oh no, but what will I need to be talking? Will I need to be, he needs to take charge. Like, uh, we are understanding of taking charge and like what we expect. Like we think everyone's like, you know, a Spartan or something or, do you know what I mean? Or Denzel in training day, like, like mm. I'm sure going, like going ham like that. Do you know what I mean? Actually, like, and plus, are you not going to be to get like, I always, like, I always say, look, you're with your partner. Mm. You're you're gonna be intimate with your partner. Your partner's gonna your partner's not gonna fear you. Yeah. Like if I might be shook outside, I might be shook to speak out in a room full of people. That's not gonna be with my partner. Mm. My partner, I would have told would know intimate stuff about me. I would have shared. We would have shared moments. So why would I? I would not feel free to have the communication to say to say what I feel. And also, you can help him develop that side mm. if that's something you feel that he needs to add. And like, look at me and Mince. Listen, people think I'm loud now, yeah. If you knew me before I met Mings, yeah, yeah. I'm that guy that laughs and falls on the floor. I'm done. I will fall on I will fall on the floor like, nah, bruv. And then I'm on the floor laughing, then I get back up, then oh no, I fall again. Like I was over the top, like <laughs> just out there. And like when I'm come, everybody, everyone knows E-Man's in the building. Yeah. Because you yeah, can hear yeah. my laugh from across the room. Do you know what I mean? And being around Mims, even though she's more quiet, I've had to learn, okay, not every day. Yeah. Even not every day. Can we go and let somebody else do something? <laughs> yeah. And you can just come and leave. And and you learn and you develop and you grow and you take skills from one another. That's relationship. That's partnership. So I don't know what, sometimes I feel like we've watched so many dating shows and so many coaches have said, this is it and this is that. But now you're, you're ready to turn down someone who's actually treating you well and, and into you for you all because they don't fit this certain criteria. Oh, for sure. I always say some girls, they don't like good guys. Yeah. Mm. They don't. And I, and I think people have to get on that because some people say like, oh, where are all the good men in the UK? And someone mm. responded, they're with the good women. Hey, <laughs> You slapped somebody today. <laughs> if, if, you're t- if you're saying there's no good men, then who, who, who are all these women dating? Yeah. yeah. It's deep. It's deep. No, when you, when think, you about think about it, it's like, wow, it's deep. It's deep. That is, that's amazing. So like, do you have goals and plans? Like now that you've achieved so much, do you have like a five-year plan? Do you have a one-year plan? Do you just yeah. like, let me just take it? I do. I have a five-year plan. Okay. I actually have a 10-year plan as well. Ooh. So when I was 20, mm-hmm. I had a plan to somewhat be where I am today. Okay. So I am very much forward thinker. Mm. I always said 30s would be the decade that I get into property more. Mm-hmm. I didn't personally see a reason to rush to get property mm-hmm. from quite young. I knew I had business ideas and things I wanted to start and that's what I did. And now I have a plan for what my life is going to like for the next 10 years and what it's going to look like 40 plus or 40 plus or end of 30s. I'll I'll probably get more into my venture capitalist bag. But Mm. right now, or being an angel investor, but right now I'm just like, I just want to continue to grow my platform. I noticed that obviously, because I follow you, you've switched up your content a bit from just being solely finance to now being fashion. So what was the point like what made you think do you know what band this I'm doing whatever I want <laughs> I actually started with fashion finance and feminism yeah. okay so my first blog was called the soul lifestyle mm-hmm. and I said finance alone I don't think will work mm-hmm. so I would blog and write about finance 
talk about feminism where I felt it was appropriate and I would take fashion pictures. Mm -hmm. And that's that's literally always been my thing. And I've loved fashion. I used to model. So it just worked for me. And I fell out of love with fashion, but now I'm falling back in love with it. So I'm just bringing it back. But also it's one of those things where it's like, I wear clothes. So I'm like, this is nice. I actually think some people might like it. And I love being able to say, oh my gosh, this is worth the money or listen, save your coins. Yeah. So I'm like, if I wear makeup, if I do beauty, it's, it's it won't be a big aspect, mm. but it's enough for me to add in. Oh, cool. I like that. Like, I think as a mum, sometimes you get stuck in mum gear. Like yeah. you get stuck in mum clothes and just the day-to-day because you just, the, not the days are repetitive, but they are kind of repetitive. Yeah. So you end up, like there was a time when I would literally just be wearing email joggers and he, he said to me one day and he was like, Maria, like, I can't see anything underneath. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm just doing the school run. I'm coming home. Yeah. Like, no one's seeing me. And we had to have that conversation of like, okay, you need to switch it up because this is just... It's no, it's rude. it's rude. <laughs> because when it's time now to go out, yeah, she's ready. She wigged up. Everything shaped all of this. Hips, whip. Everything yeah. is there. When it's now at home, you're, you've got my joggers on. It's like you've got no bum. You've got no nothing. <laughs> the shirt is there. It's like you've got no breasts. We're, we're just man them here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. whether to give you a hug or give you my wallet. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Because <laughs> she's got the scarf and the hood on top. That's like, it. It's That's wild it. out here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm just, so for me, it was just so like... You're out here being vocal. No, I had to be vocal because at the same time, remember, at that time, I'm working in Canary Wolf. Okay. So I'm working in Canary Wolf. All I'm seeing is hills and cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, out. Yeah. In, I'm out. I'm just real like that. I don't know other people. They might not have... Like, I'm just real. I'm saying, listen, I've gone to Canary. I'm seeing the best of the best. Yeah. Women are looking banging. Yeah. I'm coming home. You're looking like a drug dealer. It's not making, <laughs> it's not making sense. Yeah. Because I know that you're on their level or even, yeah, not even yeah, past yeah. it. Yeah. But you're not, you're not conveying that. And yeah. you're, or you're only conveying that. And so then it, it gave me two challenges. One, let's do some at home. And I'm not a man to say do some at home. But I bought a lot of... I paid for it. Mm. I didn't pick it. She mm, picked it. Mm. But I paid for it because I'm not... I'm going to invest this. If I want to see something, I'm going to tell you I want to see something and then you must go and find the funds. No, I want to see it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to supply the finance for that. One. But two, also, I'm going to take you out more. So now you have more reason to mm, dress up in that mm. way. And so sometimes I, I feel like it, there's a balance. Like there's the things that, that we want to see, but there's also the, the, the practical element. And I think we don't always think about... If we see my wife at the corner, my wife's got this mirror, she got bulbs on it so that the light reflects certain ways. She's got a whole, the different types of makeup that she's got, the different lipsticks that she's got. I'm thinking, this is an investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then that, that doesn't then go into the wigs. And then even then, everything has this, there's so much of everything and it's like, I understand that, the elements. So when we talk about dating and there's an actual financial cost for mm, women that true. a lot of us are not are not taking, taking into in. account yep. we're just taking you as you are and I feel like you know as men like I feel like you know I need to invest in that if that's what I want to see more but I also need to let her know because one thing also is that we don't vocalize There's a, there'll be a problem mm. and you might feel I don't want to offend or I don't want to no, no let me offend you it's only us two <laughs> please be offended after you finish you know, you know what I mean yeah. after you finish also, no, this is coming from a place of love. Yeah. This is because I want us to work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel you. And, I feel and, it, you. and it's vice versa. Like, let's be honest, like, my wife, she will never say it, like, she's always calm, like, oh, you man, I love you. There was a point, the belly was wild. Yeah. The, well, the belly, even the belly, even for me, it was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it was like, she didn't want to say anything. Do you know what I mean? It can be hard when you love someone. It can be hard. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I have to also think as a man that like, she's out here, 
I'm her only option. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to try and do more. No one's saying those six pack. My six pack days are gone. Do you know what I mean? I'm just not, I'm just, I'm just not that dedicated. No, <laughs> no I'm I hear you, but, but you're still trying to keep it right and I still have to, for your yeah, spouse. Come on, yeah. For my spouse, because at the same time, there's an importance that she doesn't feel like, rah, I'm just, this guy's just gone sloppy on me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still have to make sure she can, she can feel proud and she will feel proud out of love, but also just the physical element. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm. And then also just the practical, like, Man can't just be breathing hard all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a practical yeah. like run, bro. Stop! I don't want you to die on me. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, That's have, good self awareness. You have to be aware. Do you know what I mean? I have the but are we are we open enough to have these conversations? Do you know what I mean? And it's like, well, this woman has committed to me to have become one. She's took my name. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. She's done so much. Yeah. Why can't she not tell me that she... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Your belly is too big. Your belly is too big. This is it. What are we going to do together? That's it. So how do, we, how do we do it? Now we start doing walks together. And even that, the walks are just amazing. Like mm. We just go on walks and just talk about stuff and, and so forth. And even if you can't go outside because it's raining, whatever, we will now start be walking in the house. People yeah. like up and down. Oh, break time. We'll just be walking, doing jog, doing little sprints on the... <laughs> like little things to say, okay... We're gonna we're gonna do this together. Do you know what I mean? And That's sweet. It's important. Yeah. Like, that level of partnership. Like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you feel that you know now like with relationship going what? Do you feel like now you're gonna make more money? Yeah. Yeah. Straight. <laughs> there's there's no. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm not fake. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm I'm confident, and to be where I am, it takes confidence. Yeah. Um, there's no two ways about it. No, that's big. Okay, so. He might not feel away, but when you start dating your partner, like, because obviously we've talked about women dating women earning more than their men and how the men feel and stuff like that. Did your, I don't know if your partner earns more than you. I don't know if you earn more than him. Like how, obviously you're a successful woman. Do you feel like he thought about it or did he think about it when you guys are out? Or is it just, you're my woman, this is life and we keep it moving? That's literally, you're my woman, this is life and we keep it moving. Um, I don't, there's been a lot of points I haven't made more money than him. But one of the things that both of us established early, even in our friendship before we were in a relationship, is when two people come together, mm-hmm. at times, I understand that there's gender pay gaps and stuff, mm. but when two people are together, if one person needs assistance, then the, that's what the other person is there for. Yeah. It's not, it's not, and I'm not one of those women who will be like, this is what I'm earning. This is how things go now. Mm. I I don't believe in those power dynamics Mm. according to your finances. Um, Everybody has a position to play and that can't just be based on gender or money. Mm. So no, it's not, it's not a problem. It just, and because he's quite wise and knowledgeable, he works in asset management. Mm. So it's like, okay, when both of our money goes up, these are some of the ideas we have and stuff, but it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> so tips yeah what are some tips you give like I think there's always financial tips and stuff just some life got like what are some of the life things that you have got mentally to get, be successful to overcome stuff what what are some of the things that you would you would give out there to a woman or a guy anyone out there that's saying look like, I see Bola she's doing amazing like my money's cool, but mm. what do I need to be doing mentally? What kind of sacrifices do I need to be thinking of, be prepared to make? What are some of the things I need to, if I want to emulate what Bud has done, what are like the four or five things you think you've done that's got you to where you're at now? Okay. Number one, I'd say just start. Mm-hmm. I'm not a perfectionist. 
And that's how I get things done. That's that's as simple as it can be. Yeah. If if you're always thinking, oh, this could be better, you'll never get started. Yeah. Mm. So just start with what you have and grow. I did not get here overnight, which will lead me to point two. You have to be patient. Mm. There's a lot of people who will ignore you in this game until they feel like you're relevant. Forget them, stay the course, do the work. I cannot say that enough. And also maybe to add to that point of two with patience, trust in God, like, you'll get your time and you'll get your time and God willing, it will be more than 15 minutes as they call it. Mm. Um, three, be resilient. There'll be so many times where you feel like you want to quit, feel like you're not popping, whatever it is, maybe your metrics aren't popping. It's not making sense. Stay the course. And I would say number four, know your why. For me, funnily enough, money is not enough of a motivator for me to keep going. No, in my life, no one can dangle a carrot over my head and say, this carrot is worth a meal if you do this. No. So with everything you do as well, have integrity behind the reason you do it. Because money comes and it goes, but your integrity, your reputation, that stays with you. Um, what else? <laughs> Make some sound financial decisions as often as possible, put yourself in a position where you don't have to be at the mercy of another person. Mm. Because I was reading a book, I think his name is by Felix Dennis and it was called How to Get Rich. And he said, there are so many middle managers who like power more than they like money. Mm. And that's why you see a lot of them like, maybe they're on a decent salary for themselves, but they're so happy to micromanage and belittle other people. Mm. A lot of people operate off of power. Yeah. And money is just an accessory to that and one of the things that I've learned with every job and with everything I do is I am going to work my ass off to be in a position where nobody can put me on and nobody yeah. can take me off yeah. wow. that is one of the most powerful things yeah. you can do in your life mm -hmm. because when that happens there's nothing no one can do with you mm. yeah. you think anyone can come and speak to Oprah a certain way Yeah. you think anyone can speak to Jay-Z or, mm. or, or and fair enough some of them are billionaires the people I'm talking about but there's other people as well you think anyone okay Patricia Bright she's in a public eye you think anyone can just mm. be like oh you have to do this mm. she'll look like if, if I if I want to I don't have to work again I'm set yeah. mm. and that is the position that I don't just want for myself I, I want for everybody because yeah it's not fun when you feel like you're at the mercy of someone else you've got to cry in the toilets because you've got a mean boss and stuff mm. like that so yeah make sure you you set yourself up nicely in this life okay. I love that listen we could go on all day you didn't talk about the earnings thing <sighs> I didn't talk <laughs> let's do it let's do it <laughs> we'll make we, it quick we did it quick so you put out your earnings the other day yeah and the internet went crazy <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen so many comments <laughs> under a reel that I've done like every everyone went mad and it's crazy because all you did was show yourself yeah. you didn't give anyone any advice you didn't give anyone yeah. any tip like imagine how much content you've done that you can help people yeah. you know, all that yeah. type of stuff <laughs> and a, a lot of the time there's no response to that or the comments are not as much the shares are not as much the likes are not as much all you did was show something from behind closed doors in the light mm. and it went crazy mm. why do you think that is? why? I don't know do any of you have a an idea because I don't I don't think I do have an idea of why it went crazy for me it's all about comparison okay I think for a lot of people I think people will look at you and say okay like you know you're you're doing well and they want the lifestyle that you want mm -hmm. and I guess knowing how much money they think you make 
which is all relative. Mm. It's all relative. Anyway, we talk, that's another show. Yeah. But it's, it's all relative. It's all relative. It's all relative. All relative. Knowing how much money they think you make based on the lifestyle that you're living, mm. they're thinking to themselves, this is how much further I've got to go. Mm. Or actually, you're making more than what they thought or you're making less or whatever yeah. it may be. And now they comp- they have a place to compare. Yeah. True. And some people have said to me, which I've been really grateful for, that it's given them something to strive towards. Yeah. Mm. I know a lot of people are making a lot more money yeah. than I am. And it's fine. But the point is not to be in a race with anyone, but it's also to show based on what I've told you I do, this is how much I can earn. So mm. many people were like, oh, was the mate earnings a mistake? I said, no, I made uh, 451 pounds that month because mm. they're looking at all the other months. Mm. But I'm like, and sometimes that's the reality of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. And someone said, and I would agree that because I'm not someone that's flossy with it online, mm. it's easier to hear from me mm. about that. And I think that's, that's why I shared it as well. I think in talking about finances, at times it's important to be transparent. Do I feel like certain audiences are ready for that conversation? Probably not. Yeah. And it's probably not something I will continue to do, yeah. but it's something I'm happy to say I did. But another thing that is vital, and I will talk about this on my live, is it's not just about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I was just about to say when you finish that, that I think a lot of people will see it and say, okay, cool. What they don't understand is is that to make what you make, typically you need to be on a salary of like 150 plus. Yeah. Do you understand? In comparison to lifestyle and so forth. And I always tell people, like you did, the, I think you posted the other day, but like 100K now is even better. When I was, when people, I used to know people that made 100K, that was like 60K. Mm. Because by the tax, national insurance, so forth. Facts. Now that the tax ban has come up a bit, I think it's like five and a half. Now, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If that, yeah, if yeah, that, yeah. But, my time it was like five grand a month is is a hundred k, so five grand a month employed, and five grand a month self employed. It's two different it's things. Two different things. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and it's relative. So, for example, like again, as a business, like when we're talking about. So I was watching another podcast and they're talking about one percenters and you know how much they're they're in the one percenters and so forth. And I was just like, what you don't understand is that a lot of people that are that are self employed will make more than 100K, mm. but they will only say that their salary is 30 grand. Yes, exactly, for the sake of tax purposes. For the sake of tax purposes. And obviously, their, their company will, will will make their lifestyle, as much as stuff that they can pay through their business, mm. their business will pay. Whereas, obviously, when you get it after tax, you've got to pay everything from mm, that. Yeah. So the comparisons are there. And so I feel like one of the great things about what you did was it's almost showed people that they need to understand money. Mm. Like people don't, I don't think we've really been taught money and and how money really works. And so we look at it and think, oh, I've got it or I've made this, but it's all about how much you keep. And for a lot of us, we are working hard making money. So for example, myself, I know people who make more money than me, but they work a lot more than me. Mm. And I purposely choose to work less Mm. because I feel like, like my dad, he worked so hard, but he missed everything. Mm. I was I was doing therapy the other day. I, I, I've, I've been doing therapy for the last six months. It's Go been, you. It's been life-changing. I, I recommend it to everybody. And um, I took my daughter to gymnastics. And when I took her to gymnastics, I got really emotional. Yeah. And we we're talking about in therapy. And in therapy, it came out that a lot of that is my inner child. Yeah. That never had my parents to to come to my games or stuff yeah, like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's so many things that you go through. And it's like, actually, for me, I'd rather make less and be there at these key Facts. points. Facts. No point in me having four kids and I'm in an office. 
Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, all the time. Mm. I need to be present. I need yeah. to be here. I need to be available. Mm. And so, for me, it's not just about how much money you make. If we wanted, a lot of us could get three, four f- jobs. Yeah. I've got people that are working on um, on, a, on a job in, in Asia and Australia. That's oh, a different yeah. time. Mm. And do you know what? A lot of people don't get it's about time. I said to a friend, you know, sometimes in three months I can make 20k and that's great and because he's a contractor he said in three months I can make 30k and all I thought is yeah but the difference between mine and yours is time time Mm. and that's what I strive for I literally it can be a bit sad if you see it but also good I live for the the kids I have not had yet Mm. to be able to pick them up and, Mm. and drop them off and and you know have that relationship with them that is what I'm building for and to me it's worth it no, definitely. And so I think these are important lessons. And this is why, Bolasol, well, you're a gem. <laughs> I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for coming down. I appreciate down, you both. Being Thank our, you. Being our first guest. Keep being great. Keep being a wonderful example. And you know what I love is that as much as you're out here for women, like you have just become, you're just a role model to all. Oh, like you're wrong. You. Like as men, we can look up to you. Women can look up to you. Like so, just keep being great and um, more blessings to you. Thank you, bro. I'm so proud of you as well. I was actually telling my partner we we're looking in the future about boy names, mm-hmm. um, and I was actually saying maybe Emmanuel because oh. like every Emmanuel I've ever met has actually been a really stand-up guy. Oh, so yeah, amazing. yeah. But I, I appreciate you both, and I think you're both a, a fantastic example of like a black couple thriving. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so this has been the E-Man Effect podcast with your boy Eman and Marion and the wonderful Bolasol thank you very much take care